Enjoy the show. Beaming at you from the depths of the internet. This is the Temple of Geek Podcast, your one stop for all things geek. Welcome to the Temple of Geek Podcast. My name is Elizabeth, and I will be your host today as we discuss the second half and pretty much the entirety of Bad Batch Season 2. There will be spoilers for these episodes, so if you aren't caught up on Season 2 yet, press pause, come back after you're done. Trust us, it's, it's a really great season. You don't want to get spoiled for this. If this is your first time tuning into the Temple of Geek podcast, welcome. The Temple of Geek podcast has been around since 2012 and is hosted by a variety of geeks from the Temple of Geek team. Here we cover all manner of geek and pop culture news and events. To our returning listeners, thank you again for tuning in. We really appreciate you being here. With me today are Kari and Danielle again. Uh, hi, guys. And just again, because it's been a few weeks since our last episode, if you can just reintroduce your, yourselves to everybody listening at home. Hi, everyone. I'm Danielle, uh, written in the Star Wars on TikTok, Danielle's 394 on Twitter. And I'm really, really excited to talk about the second half of Bad Batch Season 2. Hi, guys. My name is Kari, a.k.a. Star Wars Dia on Twitter and TikTok, and Kari Skywalker on Instagram. And yes, there is so much good stuff to talk about now with the rest of this, the episode. So can't wait. And for those of you who aren't familiar with me, my name is Elizabeth, a.k.a. Lady of Time Cosplay. You can find me all over wherever, whatever social medias are still in existence at this point under that. Really, really, really excited to start talking about the second half. This is the second half. Oh boy. I mean, as we are recording at least this part, for people listening at home, we have not seen the last two episodes yet. So recording, talking about just through episode 14 right now, but we're going to come back and talk about the finale later and make it all one episode. But yeah, there's a lot. So let's start with, you know, what was the biggest surprise for you guys in the second half of the season? I think for me, as far as things that I absolutely wasn't expecting to see was the Zillow Beast story, the continuation of that. I, I mean, I didn't even think of that as a possibility, yeah. but it was so good. It was so well done. And it fed into the storyline, the natural storyline of season two really well and into the, you know, the overarching storyline of all of this part of Star Wars right now, which is how did we get to the sequels with the cloning and everything. And I just thought it was really well done. And I was very excited to see the the kind of sort of cloned Zillow Beast. I think for me, it was seeing Puppy Hauser again. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering. Yes, <laughs> seeing, I mean, seeing him, seeing Gregor, you know, and it's exciting to know that they're part of this rescue team that Rex has formed up and stuff and that they're going around, you know, helping clone other clones and whoever else wants to, you know, escape from the Empire and stuff. I love that, that they're doing this all together, that they're all together and that we got to finally be like, okay, they're alive. Thank, <laughs> thankfully they are. That that was definitely a big a big one for me and then same thing as danielle said i was shocked that the zill beast came back i really liked how they did it because when you first see it like it, it, it's been a while since i've watched those episodes that was a really early episode on in the clone wars like i went back and looked it up that's a season two episode and there's seven seasons of clone mm-hmm. wars and i don't know if they had ever planned on revisiting it and it just didn't happen or work out or whatever but especially because like when you first see it like it doesn't look like you know it's a little baby version it's a little baby guy like in my notes even I wrote down this is a very like I have never seen alien because I don't do well with horror but I was like this is a very alien episode like just 
everything about it. And then as it kind of like grew more and more, I was like, is that the Zillow Beast? And I, did, I said that like yeah. two minutes before, you know, whoever it was was like, it's the yeah, same thing. That I, was I, like, like, I did that too. I, I did like, too. I was oh like, oh is that Zillow? And then somebody said Zillow. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Something I find very interesting that as long as they don't do any surprise changes to the schedule, this episode comes out the same week that Mandalorian season three starts. Oh. And we know that there's a bit of, I mean, they haven't come right out and said cloning in Mandalorian, but we know that they had Grogu and they mm-hmm. wanted to get Grogu for experiments mm-hmm. like the Zillow Beast. Yeah. So I find that very interesting. I don't know if that's actually going to tie into anything or not, but I was like, huh, that's an interesting episode to be coming out the same week, especially because, you know, they've very deliberately chosen some weeks to have more than one episode come out. Mm-hmm like with the season premiere, like with the mid-season finale. So I, I don't know. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. You know, I'm glad, like I said in the last episode, uh, I'm glad that we're getting some answers so that it's not just somehow Palpatine returned. It's like, here's how Palpatine returned. <laughs> well, you know, it's it's interesting you bring up the correlation between the episodes because back when Mandalorian season one came out, the episode where Grogu force heals Reef Karga came out the week before the Rise of Skywalker came out when oh, Rey force heals oh. this creature. So I, I remember thinking, oh, did they do this so that we could already be familiar with it yeah. in the universe and then be like, yeah. so this isn't the only time it's happened. It, was, it ha- happens regularly. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. it, w- it wouldn't be surprising if they use that to kind of make some sort of connection. I mean, it is the storyline. Definitely. Because this, this, that episode with it was very clone focused, especially we got to mm-hmm. see Nala Se again. Then we got to see the prime minister again. We went mm-hmm. back to the cloning facility. The prime minister can go Dr. F Dr. himself, by the way. Like, yeah. Lama <laughs> Sue, I hate you. Oh my God. <laughs> no. Uh, now, yeah, you know, because at least now the Bad Batch were in a place where I, they were like, they they're not they don't exist anymore they're gone and now here comes freaking this dude is like oh yeah by the way you need to go get this little girl you know so Mm -hmm. nala say can help you now there's again huge target on the bat now the whole empire is going to be really after uh the bad batch now Mm -hmm. yeah for as much as rampart was like oh we're going to bury that they still exist now they're like oh actually we do need to go find them them." for no reason I know. know. Some respects on him. (laughs) Yeah, well, I think we just need to, like, I couldn't even come up with a good question to lead into this. I was like, we just need to talk about episode 12, The Outpost, because. Oh my God. Oh my God. (laughs) Yes, I'm going. Oh my God. It was such a good episode. It was good. It was heartbreaking. I was like, I, I. it killed me. It it was just so sad. Oh my God. But also like, yes, Crosshair is getting redeemed, you know? Yeah. I was I was gonna say this like really solidified for me that I think Crosshair's arc in this season is the best character development we've seen in this show. Which is really interesting because he's not in it as much yeah. as the other characters. But what they've done with every single second they've had him on screen so far has been absolutely phenomenal and absolutely dedicated to furthering his Mm storyline. And I love, love, love that he's learning from the regs 
Crosshair was the most vehemently against the Reds when we first met him. Mm -hmm. And he has been this whole time. But the two people he's learned the most from this season have been Cody and Mayday. And Mayday. R.I.P. Mayday. (laughs) I love you so much. With your mullet. Literally, when I was doing my notes for this episode, I literally wrote in my notes, Captain Mayday, I like you, but I don't want to get attached. (laughs) And then I proceeded to get attached. <laughs> oh, my notes are unhinged. Yeah. Absolutely unhinged for this episode. It's like one thing after the other. I knew it was going to happen, yeah. but I was kind of hopeful that maybe it would I know. I was like, can can we break the cycle? <laughs> can we not? And then I was like, no, okay. No, and I love that. Like, well, the lieutenant, I'm glad that, you know, I'm I, I'm celebrating that he died. Well, yeah. I'm just mad because <laughs> like, like, the way he was came up, of course, that's how the clones are being, you know, treated now, completely disrespectful, uh, calling them used yeah. equipment. Like, they were like, yes. nothing. I was like, oh, oh I yeah. immediately don't like you. Um, okay. You know, then finding out that what they were storing in those things were like actual nice armor. And you see Mayday and his people all in like raggedy, mm-hmm. you know, pa- patched mm-hmm. up armor and stuff. And then... Basically, then we also see that basically the clones are not being forced to retire. It's like yeah. forced retirement. And like, you know, I, I think as an episode at the beginning, they're like, oh, yeah, now you're going to be have the, we're going to take care of you. And all that's like mm-hmm. that's what I think it was this episode, right, that they're like yeah. selling them the idea of retirement and stuff. It's 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 killing me now that we're, we're seeing even more how bad these clones are just continuously getting treated and stuff so mm-hmm. that part in particular where you know she's like oh you're retired and, da, 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 and they're like okay what are we supposed to do and she's like oh you can go to this this other embassy is that the right this other department we'll take care of that and i'm like oh they're just gonna bounce them around it was heartbreaking but captain mayday i was like oh my god i love him but i'm like i shouldn't i should i should i'm gonna accept that he's gonna die because that's just keep what keeps happening to these guys every time we get a new clone that's named yes. they die and so i'm like i'm just gonna not but then like he was so funny and such a sweet heart i was like how was i not you know like i love I, you know i sometimes i'll write down rewind the episode to write down specific quotes and i loved the moment where He's like, if I don't hear a boom, then I know it worked. (laughs) You know, or his line about, you know, Crosshair says something like, oh, they probably didn't want to carry dead weight. And he's just like, "Mm, remind me not to die on your watch. And then then we see Crosshair, yes, 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 making sure he was bringing him back. Oh, and I keep and, and you don't understand. Like I keep seeing people on Twitter, like, oh, it's cr-, like you know, saying what they want, you know, from the season. So I was like, oh my god, I hope Crosshair gets gets redeemed. I'm like, mm, you have no idea. It's gonna hurt. Yeah. But you're gonna love I know. it. <laughs> oh, yeah, like it, it was just such a good episode. Mm-hmm. Like just how like they set up so much like between the the forced retirement of the clones and how they're dealing with that and crosshairs development and even like just lieutenant nolan being such a jerk and like you were really we're really seeing how quickly the empire is just full of awful people i mean like Mm -hmm. the republic wasn't perfect either but like all of a sudden because even there's even a moment I forget which episode it is where they're talking to, to Dr. Hemlock, who's that new guy who's come into the cloning facility. And they're talking about him, you know, he got kicked out of the Republic Science Corps or whatever because of his unethical experiments. And now he's being put in charge of all these clones. 
that have been to do experiments that's the thing that's even worse like they're not just getting discarded and you know put aside and treated badly now they're all being experimented on again and that's I'm like oh my god because you know when we see crosshair at the end it's like like you know I'm like oh my god they're experimenting on the clones too like this is crazy Mm -hmm. also I like how crosshair like like Danielle said you know regs that he had nothing he hated the regs and and then I guess it 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 didn't bother him when they started cl- uh, calling the clones by their numbers again. But now this lieutenant came and called mm-hmm. him by his number. He's like, he probably was like, oh, it, you could see in his face already. Like, yeah, this is not working out because now I'm just mm-hmm. part of the. I'm not I'm not even anything important. I'm not really needed here anymore. I'm just whatever part of the even even just like. like because he says the comment about used equipment in front of crosshair mm-hmm. and i there's part of me that wonders if there's some sort of like parallel to be drawn because because he doesn't look exactly like the other clones i wonder if there's some sort of parallel you could draw with like some sort of privilege that he has where he doesn't look exactly like the other clones and so he doesn't always get treated like just another clone even though he is a clone just someone who had a, a mutation and it's it sucks. <laughs> and now he's yeah, being treated just like the rest of them. Yeah, you know? no name. I know the 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 line about you know he served mm-hmm. his purpose and it would have been a waste of the empire's resources to save him. I was like, I. <laughs> it was it was so heartbreaking. And, he just, and then like coming because for me, I've been I've been a clone sent for a long time, and so part of like my analysis of the clones of all that we've known until now is that they were likely treated horribly after the empire took over. And we didn't have any canon proof of this, except for really in Rebels, you get to see it kind of a little bit of how they viewed them after they Mm -hmm. decommissioned them from the army and everything. But to have this material now that we know and we're seeing all of the things that like I've thought of and that I know like my fellow clone simps have thought of over the years to see it in canon and being told it's so heartbreaking because we knew this but it's it hurts to see it actually see it yeah to just to see them just be tossed aside and to know what's going to happen and that they know because they're smart they're they were bred to be intelligent the most intelligent warriors and they know what's going what's happening they know what's going to happen to them and they are helpless to do anything about it and that's what makes it, I think, even more heartbreaking. And the way that Andor is a, a story that we know the ending and nothing can change that, that's how this feels too because we know the ending for the clones. And it's it's horrible and you can't change it. Mm-hmm. And as much as you want to while watching it, you just have to sit and watch it unfold. Yeah. I'm just like, I hope, like, at some point we just see an entire world and it's like all the clones that... Rex and everybody is saved. And yeah. just, oh, it's just so sad. Like, uh, but yeah, it was just such a good episode. And a- a- another thing that struck me too was like, that's obviously not the first reg that Crosshair has seen die, but it's the first one where he saw such a blatant, uncaring attitude. Because up until that point, anytime they were working with Rex, mm-hmm. they were also working with a Jedi commander. Mm-hmm. And with a few exceptions, they treated the clones very very well yeah. you know yeah. and they, and they you know they, because they had a respect for life but the empire just does not 
have that, especially from, you know, the, the regular army people. I can't wait to talk with that episode about talk with about that episode with like everybody. It's just, oh. it, was, it was the longest episode too. It's yeah. 29 minutes uh, total yeah. with the credits and everything. And I, I think it, it deserved that it mm-hmm. used every single second. So yes. well, yeah, there was not sure. a lag at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just, you know, the fact that probably a big reason of why they saved him and not the other one is because they knew that they can use him to bring in the batch. And mm-hmm. oh my God. Yep. And I'm like, oh yeah. gosh, you know, <sighs> but yeah, so speaking of the batch, you know, in the next episode, episode 13, which is called Pabu, the batch seemed to be to, you know, they very nearly settle down on this peaceful out of the way world. They stay long enough to help rebuild. But in, you know, and then in episode 14, Echo comes back and they get pulled back into helping with another mission, especially once they see Crosshair's transmission, mm-hmm. which uh, you know, do you think it might have worked out for them on Papu if they'd stayed, or like, what do you think, you know, about them if, if they would have settled down, or do you think they still could even after whatever happens in the season finale? Yeah, I don't think that it it would have been possible for them to, because in order for them to really be able to settle down and and not have to deal with the Empire anymore, you'd have to change a lot about the story. You'd have to change Lamasu telling. Uh, Dr. Hemlock about Omega, you'd have to change Crosshair getting captured, you'd have to change all of these things because if you just had it to where Echo didn't reach out for their help, I think they still would have been pulled in anyway because the Empire would have found them inevitably. And um, I think having Echo come in and bring them back and especially it be Crosshair that changed Hunter's mind I think that's so important because Hunter was kind of like, I don't really want to get involved. But then he saw Crosshair. And even though he's curious if it's he, it was suspicious a trap or that not, it could yeah. still be a trick like the last yeah. time, yeah. he's still his brother. He's still, a, you know, the man that he grew up with. Mm-hmm. And the fact that that is what changed his mind, I think, is very meaningful. And I think I'd rather have that than have them stay. I want them to have peace, but I also want it to be a peace that is truly peaceful. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think that, um, first of all, I love that we're getting some type of also kind of character growth from tech. I mean, yeah, from tech, especially with Omega. Like, he's becoming a little bit more, um, you know, a dad figure. Now he's starting to, like, like when when Omega was talking to him about oh I miss Echo why don't you care why isn't it such a big deal for you he's like listen I'm not he he had to work through that and because in his mind the way he thinks like he said it he processed things differently mm-hmm. so not only is he realizing for himself but he's also now explaining this to Omega and to us of how it is that his mind works and his emotions work and I, I love that we're getting more of this from tech because, you know, in the first season, it was just tech doing stuff for them. You know, it wasn't nothing really personal with tech as much. And now we're getting to see him, you know, in, in this way. And also kind of like I was like with Fee, I was like, wait, him and Fee? Like, He's is that a little eyes. crush? Yeah, right? <laughs> oh. I was like, oh. Yeah, like in the first episode, I was just like, oh, haha, very funny. But now I'm like. Yeah, because in the middle of the movie, I was like, oh, okay, tech. He, he, yeah. I think he's, he's probably like, what, what, am, what is this? Like, what am I feeling, you know? But yeah. um, um, so I, I absolutely love that. I, uh, I guess, you know that little mission in Pabu kind of like helped them realize 
all of these things with them and you know what it would be like to for them to actually settle down and stuff but they know that it's not going to be possible regardless you know it's just there's always once the empire is still there there's always going to be you know an issue there's always going to be a problem mm-hmm. and um and i do i mean i love that echo came back that like that was important for omega again it was very important for her to see him again because you know she figured it she needed that morale boost basically yeah. even though she was you know she was doing her thing in pabu she was happy and stuff but she needed that and now that they're going to be working together again i mean i can only imagine what those two episodes last episodes are going to be like oh, god. oh my god because I'm guessing it's a rescue yeah. mission. Like, that's basically what the season yeah. has been is rescue missions. So this is going to be yeah. one of the big ones, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, my thought was as much as I would love for them to be able to have, like, a happy ending and to just, you know, settle down. I, As much as I feel like Hunter would have been the first one to be like, yes, let's just be in this out-of-the-way world and settle down, whatever. I don't think Omega would have ultimately been happy with that. Mm-hmm. I think especially there's a line that she has in one of the earlier episodes with tech about how there's so many bad people in the universe mm-hmm. or in the galaxy and tech says something. Well, it's a good thing. There's a lot of people like us too. I don't think Omega would have let them yeah. stay there indefinitely. I think she would have wanted to go out and keep helping, even though she is just, you know, just a kid um, compared to the, the rest of them, even though you know, age is accelerated age and whatever, you know, yeah. <laughs> but I think she would have been like, no, we, we need to get back out there and help people, you know, even aside from just the adventure aspect. Um, she definitely, you know, she's, even though she was very sheltered for most of her life, now that she's been out in the galaxy and now that she's seen what the empire's done, especially what the empire did to her home. Um, it feels like she wants to help other people make sure that their homes mm-hmm. are safe too. I do kind of hope that, you know, we, that Pabu can stay safe and maybe yeah. that can still be like a safe place for them to go to when mm-hmm. they need to. Cause you know, like they said, it, it's out of the way. It's small enough that hopefully it will escape the empire's notice, mm-hmm. but also the empire is very good at finding, you know, little thing, unique things about worlds to exploit and just completely yeah. raise everything to the ground. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, um, Ezra's home world. Yeah. where you know it's like it, there wasn't much but they found something that they needed yeah. um especially so with hopefully. especially with sid now kind of being yeah. they're being on, the, on sid's bad side and yeah especially uh, and I, with I, I rewatched well with yeah. not completely trusting sid yeah. either like yeah. that i thought that was yeah. an interesting turn yeah. because i wasn't really expecting it i was glad for it but to hear that you know, the Batch aren't the only ones who have this concern mm-hmm. and who want to keep Sid separate from their entire lives. I thought that was yeah. really interesting. Yeah, and, and another thought that I had too with Sid, um, I was rewatching the first two episodes when they came out on Wednesday and, you know, she mentions, you know, the Empire is going to come here eventually. And with them not really being on her good side right now, my mm-hmm. worry is that the Empire is going to show up sooner yeah. rather than later. And because she's going to want to do what she can to survive, she's going to sell them out would be my worry. Yeah. Not <laughs> only know, that, because... I'm pretty sure the Empire is going to put a crazy bounty uh, on Omega. Yeah. So uh, mm-hmm. Sid is not going to pass that up, you know? No, mm-hmm. exactly. Exactly. And, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe she'll do something good. Hopefully maybe she's, you know, grown attached enough at least to omega maybe to not but after everything we've kind of you know 
heard about her yeah, this season. Yeah, the little hints that they, they've given us with yeah. The, yeah. the guy from yeah, the, the racing gotten, and stuff. Yeah, We haven't gotten the full payoff to that little scene at the end of the the. It's not pod racing, but the pod yeah, racing the, episode. The racing episode, yeah. We haven't gotten the full payoff for that mm-hmm. yet as of episode 14. So, yikes, you know. Um, yeah. yeah, so hopefully Pabu can stay safe. Because, <laughs> I, like, I really, like, the more I watch, I, I, I told my dad, because my dad watches Bad Batch too, And, you know, I'm trying not to spoil anything for him. And he, and he asked me, he's like, was that Wanda Sykes voicing that one lady? I'm like, yeah. And she's, like, my new favorite character. He's like, he was, she was in it for, like, five minutes. I'm like, I know, but. And I think I said in last episode, too, she's one of my favorites. And she reminds me a lot of River Song. And even more so once I learned, you know, why she steals some of the, mm-hmm. these items, yeah. you know, because it's, it's such a sweet, you know, there's been a little bit of a theme of legacy and identity between fee you know getting those artifacts back for those people who have taken refuge on pabu but also the archive um on i can't i'm so bad with names on count dooku's homeworld oh, yes. um that yeah. one guy had that archive that tech fixed for him so i think that's pretty interesting too there's a lot there's a lot going on this season yeah, yeah. so um so yeah, oh, oh, I was just going to say real quick, Cardi, I was glad you brought up um, Echo and Omega's kind of like reunion because it was really meaningful to me. And I think it showed really well why it was important for Echo to leave. Like they didn't just have him leave and were like, okay, whatever, he can come <laughs> back. It's fine. They really showed like how much happier he was and how much in his, more in his element mm-hmm. he was because he'd been doing what he wanted to do and what he needed to do for himself. And I think Omega, they showed Omega understanding that yeah. because she, she doesn't hold anything against him. She's happy to see him. And, um, I liked that. I thought it was a very subtle, but very good connection mm-hmm. to like why it was so important to have that in this season. Yeah. Yeah. No, and I'm sure the clones are, because that's, you know, everybody that's being involved in stuff, they, that's their they're in their element, you know, that's what they're trained for. It's that. So now they have this new mission, um, you know, and, and I think echo going back to that, to what is so familiar to him, it was, it, it was very, like you did you said, Daniel, super meaningful for him. And, um, I know he was happy to be back in that. And I'm sure now that the bad batch is going to join them, it's going to be even better. Now they're all back together, but Omega also yeah. needed that, to go through that because that's mm-hmm. what you know of course character growth you know she needed to learn how to deal with these emotions how to deal with loss um you know and that you know that's she's growing up that not only do we see her you know emotionally growing but also you know with now tech teaching her how to fly and now she's and fee was i think it was fee teaching her how to fight fight you know like yeah now she's getting you know that growth in every sense of the word so yeah, I, I I loved that scene where Tech was like, the sensors are only press me sensors are only go, not going off because you burnt them out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was so funny. I'm like, aw. And then Tech complimenting. Tech. I'm like, every time the Tech started giving people compliments, I'm like, Tech, the growing. Oh, yeah. Look at you. And then he he no. had a little, you know, a little a little, you know. It's, uh, moment where he's like because i think um omega called it the tech flip or something one of the, the maneuvers yeah the tech turn he's like oh oh i like that i was like okay tech, yes. 
It was so good. And I loved it because tech uh, canonically is like the craziest flyer. And the fact that Omega was terrifying him was just (laughs) the best to me. Like a taste of your own medicine tech. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So many of these episodes in this second half of the season were just packed full of Mm -hmm. great great stuff. I mean, the first half is really good too. You know, um, I'm sure there will also be stuff that will come back, um, mm-hmm. in, in the finale, which again, we haven't seen yet as we're recording this. Um, but yeah. So speaking of that, you know, of these first 14 episodes, you know, everything, not just the second half, do you have a favorite episode or story arc mm-hmm. this season? I, I wrote down my favorite episodes. Um, but so I'll go through those really quick. Episode three, yeah. when Cody first shows mm-hmm. up. Uh, episode seven and eight, which was the mid-season finale, kind of. Um, and then episodes nine, 12, and 14. But I think if I had to pick one that really stood out to me in terms of character development and storytelling, it would be episode nine, um, which is uh, The Crossing. Mm-hmm. And that's when we get so much development for tech and his relationship with Omega. Mm-hmm. I cried that mm-hmm. episode. That was the first episode I cried. And it was just so meaningful to see Tech explain his, the way that he feels mm-hmm. things. Like you said mm-hmm. earlier, Cody. Yeah, um, yeah. Just to have him be able to sit with that for a minute and have Omega understand it and to have them have conflict with each other, but then work through it just like a family does. And when she says to him, we're more than just soldiers, we're a family, right? And he says, yeah, yeah, I guess we are. Like he knew that, but he'd never really thought of it that Mm -hmm. way and to see I think for tech it's hardest for him to go from what he was raised to be as just this analytical soldier Mm -hmm. to acknowledging that he feels things much more deeply than that and that other people do too Mm -hmm. like he knows that but to actually acknowledge it is something else for him and to see that happen it was so well done so well done and i cannot wait for people to see that episode yes. especially tech fans they're gonna lose it yeah oh so my excited. god they're gonna i'm telling you every time i somebody oh, oh talking about tech or tell oh are we gonna do you think we're gonna see hauser we're gonna i'm like yeah. <laughs> you have no <laughs> idea i just face. put like little yeah. smiley like, bad poker face yes, 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 I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> and um but yeah i think um one of my I really liked also, you know, episode nine with the, because I love, I love anything that has to do with character growth and character development. But I think uh, for me, episode 14, um, because, you know, I like being in pain. So getting to know more information (laughs) about what's going on in that cloning facility, seeing these clones uh, being used this way, seeing Crosshair being used this way, it just, because it's adding so much more to the story now in general. Mm-hmm. And um, it just it it and it's basically showing how bad this you know this season of the Bad Batch is such an important show to you know in the the in the entire you know in the in the story in general like it's not just oh yeah they're not just now adventuring and stuff like that which I love you know of course like I said in in the first part um, I love seeing you know the different stories of what's going on around the galaxy with the Empire and stuff but now you know that we're getting back into the main storyline and them showing you know 
like Ander did, what the empire, the craziness that they're up to and stuff and the, the, the horrible things that they're doing. Um, I think it's very important for us to see that, you know, to get way much more um, context into and and into the empire and also the cloning thing like you said like oh we're just palpatine somehow returned now now we're seeing how everything started why you know it 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 uh palpatine was able to do all these things in the sequels and stuff so that's that's very important storytelling and so that's why i think 14 is my favorite right now yeah for sure yeah um and then interestingly, my answer was also episode nine and 10 <laughs> for my favorites. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of great episodes, mm-hmm. um, yeah, there are. but I, I really liked it because like you were saying too, there was a lot of nice balance between those emotional moments. So that character development, especially between tech and Omega. And there was also a lot of really fun action mm-hmm. too. Um, I was quite worried when we almost got a Lion King stampede there. I <laughs> I was like, oh God, mm, no, mm, mm, I can't do Mufasa again. <laughs> like, let's not. But then everybody was fine. It was great. I was like, all right, cool, cool, cool. Um, but yeah, just getting to see more of that development between Omega and Tech, uh, their relationship, and, you know, them being a family it was just it was so well done like because sometimes I can't think of any examples for sure right now but like sometimes you can tell when the storyline is forcing two characters together to work through their issues Mm -hmm. but the way they did it in this episode like yes they they did that but like they did it in such a nice way you know especially with kind of Hunter telling tech off a little bit like (laughs) Dude, you know, like, like, come on. Go fix it. He's like, really? He's like, yeah, like, especially the line about that he says about, um, oh, I think I wrote it down. I gotta find it in in my notes. Um, You know, Omega says something about the Marauders are home. We already lost Echo. We can't lose that, too. And, you know, Tech says, the squad existed before Echo and it will exist after. What is your issue? And and Hunter's just like, Dude, <laughs> dude, that was me. That you was know, me too. No, like, I think that was all of us. Bro, what? <laughs> yeah, and and just I was and 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 then a hunter also has the line where he says, you know, Tex says, "I just said the truth. What's the issue?" And hunter's like, "She knows the truth, and that's mm-hmm. why she's upset." Yeah, you know, I I thought that was such a beautiful little moment mm-hmm. between all of them, you yeah. know, because. Uh, Tech is such an interesting character. I'm glad he's gotten so much more developed. He gets to just do more this season, you know, because mm-hmm. like you, you said, the last season and even um, their appearance in, in Clone Wars, he was just kind of like the hacking guy, you know, the, an IT guy who happens to be good with a gun. You know? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and so it, it's been great to see him develop more. And I thought the second part of that story arc was very powerful too. Um between especially with Mako and Benny mm. and just like oh man like there's part of me that's like how much of this is about Bob Chapek <laughs> oh. being a jerk <laughs> you know um but just you know this is the, the, there's some lines in there I gotta look at my notes again but like just that entire story about how you know this big boss guy has 
all these resources and he's like mm, no you know especially when they showed him in his little room i thought i thought it was very interesting that they showed him in his room chowing down first yeah. before you find yeah. out that the top mm-hmm. water gets one bowl and then everybody else has mm-hmm. to share a mm-hmm. bowl yeah you know he's even got his bottle of wine that yeah. he's chugging mm-hmm. you know <laughs> um and just i i really liked benny's character even before i found out that he's voiced by yuri lowenthal who voices peter parker in the insomnia oh. games i like i spent the entire because ben schwartz's voice i recognized <laughs> right away you know but i'm sitting there the entire episode i'm like why does this kid sound familiar i'm like what is it and so then i'm watching the credits and i'm like because it's peter parker <laughs> that makes sense it's peter parker that makes oh so my much God. more sense now yeah <laughs> yeah i was and so then i like i rewound the episode before i closed it out so that i didn't mm-hmm. you know, use up more plays or whatever so if it was left in the middle of an episode when you guys watched that's why and i and i, I put one of the scenes on and i closed my eyes i'm like yeah that, that's peter parker <laughs> <laughs> but it, it was just it was you know uh, the kid you know benny he says you don't know what he's done for me it's like he's really not done yeah. that much yeah to be honest you know um we've all had to make sacrifices and go without including me and i'm like no, no he's very much um, i think another um um Another uh, favorite of mine was with episode 11 with the Zillow Beast because it was very, like you said, for the first thing that came to mind was Alien because when the way he looked when he was little, it looked like the alien head. But also yes. it was like very, you know, um, thriller, like horror type of thing, especially yeah. at the beginning when, you know, you see the clone, the poor clone, just like, oh my God, you know, all scared and stuff. And then he just gets eaten. I'm like... Oh, okay. This is what we're doing right now. And then, and then the funniest thing was when it, I guess they were when Tech and all of them got there and they were figuring out what was what happened. And Tech goes, "Oh yeah, so he ate the crew." And Omega's like, "He ate the crew." crew? (laughs) When it went after Tech, and Tech was just like fascinating. Please, for the love. There were like a lot of episodes this season where I felt like they were not like maybe not direct riffs, but like it it took some heavy inspiration. Like there was Alien, um, the episode with the Jedi Fallen Order puzzles and everything was kind of like Indiana Jones. Mm -hmm. You know, there was a lot of a lot of really interesting like references to other movies, which which is always fun because I'm like, this is a a long, long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. And we get all these, like, you know, it, it's fun to see those yeah, the stories kind of worked in. You can tell what the writers are fans of. And that's <laughs> yeah. Cool too. I thought yeah. it was crazy, though, that um, they literally took the whole town because yes. just to yes. shut, you know, so nobody would talk about the beast. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. how, th- that's how much. And, and the empire just came to be. And that is already how much power they have that they can yeah. take a whole city or a whole town. And who's going to tell them anything? And those people mm-hmm. are going to disappear. So, yeah. Yeah, especially if it was a little tiny planet that, you know, probably was of no quote unquote significance. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially mm-hmm. what always gets me is when they show those quote unquote insignificant towns, it's always a planet where you have such a huge diversity of life. Like yeah. it's not just humanoids, it's, you all know, of, yeah. and all, mm-hmm. all the other. And I'm just like, oh, God. Like, yeah. Mm, the parallels to real life are upsetting. <laughs> Can <laughs> but we? also needed because, you know, it's, it's the stories we've, we've got and it's important to tell them. Yeah. Um, I was going to ask if we could talk for a minute about 
the introduction of Dr. Hemlock because yes, I yeah, love yeah. that he is a villain that came out of nowhere and mm-hmm. we weren't expecting him because I think a bunch of, I, I don't know about y'all, but for me and what I've seen people who haven't seen the episodes yet, um, were thinking that Rampart was still going to be the big villain for the whole season and that it was going to mm-hmm. take time to lead up to his demise, whatever that might be. And then when we saw him ultimately go down in the mid-season finale thing, seven and eight, mm-hmm. um, it was like, okay, well, what's going to take his place now? Who's going to who's gonna be the big bad, the big bad. now? Yeah. And then they bring in Hemlock, who is infinitely worse. <laughs> yeah. Infinitely worse. Like, he's not messing around. I was like, no, no, no give me Rampart back, damn it. I don't want to deal with this right yeah. now. Yeah. Because at least Rampart was just like, you know, self-fulfillment, you know, powers, what he wanted. Hemlock is has curiosity and mm-hmm. curiosity and an idea, evil like, person yes. is so dangerous. And, and he's he's very loyal to the Empire too. Yeah. Like I I feel like I don't know if I wrote down any of his lines, but just And he really uh, thinks that again, like that he's doing this this a purpose. This there's a purpose yeah. for this. Mm-hmm. That idealism and stuff. And it's like yeah, that's it's it's scary. He reminded me of the yeah. the doctor in um, Andor who tortured Bix. Mm-hmm. Just yes. how clinical they are. Yes, very and how matter of fact. Yes, and exactly. Like, so separate from any type of empathy or sympathy, yeah. and that's just terrifying. And I think that it was a great idea to hide him mm-hmm. uh, from the trailers and to make it seem like it was going to. It be was going to be Rampart, yeah. And I yeah. think again, yeah. I see people like, talking about Rampart, like, oh, when it was going to happen, and then like, oh, you, you're going to get don't worry, think. you're going to be happy, but then you're going <laughs> to yeah. be like, fuck, no. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know. Because like, like, I, like, I think I said last episode, you know, I. The trailers are ninety nine percent the first, first yeah. eight episodes. Yeah. Yep. Oh, can we talk no, about no. what Danielle found? How Star Wars basically? Oh, they spoiled. <laughs> they spoiled uh, Ryo Chuchi's appearance. Because oh. <laughs> so I saw someone tweet a picture of uh, from episode eight, and. Um, it had Ryo and Rex and uh, Omega, Hunter, and I think Tech, or Echo. Oh. And um, and I saw that and I was like, oh my God, oh my God. So I immediately like messaged my friends to say, don't go on Twitter right now because there's a spoiler. I'm going to try and like take care of it, whatever that yeah. means. Find out. Because I was like, was that in a trailer? Did they release a TV spot and they put it in no. there? I didn't think they would do that because it's a huge mm-hmm. spoiler. And um and so they told me, this person told me that someone saw it online and it was uploaded to Rex's character profile page on the Star Wars website. (laughs) And I know it was a mistake because the next day, like literally less than 24 hours later, it was back to what it was before. So it's not there anymore. But so that was like Star Wars, Star Wars messed up. It wasn't just somebody leaked it. And it was up for a good, like at least six hours. But and it's crazy how people are paying attention it. and actually going to see, like, find things. Because yeah. why would, like, it was just on a page that probably uh, people have probably already seen. But then this yeah. person actually went back to, like, and they found it. I was like, oh, Danielle, yeah. shit. Like, yeah. how are know, we it's crazy. Like, the things you can find out how are we better at keeping yeah. freaking spoilers than freaking Star Wars? <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. Uh, yeah, no, it's, yeah, I know. Um, 
yeah, at first I thought somebody had leaked it and I was going to be like, oh, it's a bad week to be on Disney's press list between that and uh, yeah. Yeah. somebody leaked about some Disney World stuff. But, ooh, Star Wars. Yikes. <laughs> <laughs> God, be careful. Because I remember, like, um, this is semi-off topic, but um, Big Finish, the company that does the uh, full cast audio dramas for Doctor Who, when they first got David Tennant back to play the Doctor for the first time, how people found out is that somebody had found the assets for the news story like two or three days before they actually officially announced it on their website. Oh my God. (laughs) It's like, Oh, you got to think about these. I'm like, fans are crazy. They're going to be looking for stuff. You gotta, Mm -hmm. you gotta be careful. Yes. Mm -hmm. Definitely. It didn't, it didn't gain traction though. Cause the only thing the only time I saw it was when the one that you sent me that was it well I let I let people know and uh one of my friends is on a big discord where they had posted it and she knew Mm. that I had said that there was a leak and so she told them that's not supposed to be out yet and so I think thankfully everyone who got it kind of kept it contained and if they did post about it I saw them post it with spoiler filters okay so like with the blurred thing Mm -hmm. um and then some of them even cropped her out and just focused on Rex because they were so excited <laughs> to get a full view yeah. of Rex. <laughs> I, I hope so. I hope so because that's definitely going to be a huge thing. Like if they were to do that with like Hauser, I would have been so I been so mad. Yeah, so pissed, <laughs> so pissed. And Gregor, you know, yeah. we see Gregor back and stuff. Oh, Gregor! Yeah. Yeah. I'm it, so it, excited. You know, it, it's I, I for the couple of things that I've gotten to do. Um, that I've gotten to do uh, screeners for. It's always so much fun to then like watch everybody else react to it mm-hmm. and stuff. Yeah. Um, like, especially, <laughs> especially um, the, the She-Hulk episode where they had the, uh, the little, you know, social media thing yeah. about, you know, Oh, you know, and whatever. And I was sitting there, like when I saw it the first time, I was like, Oh my God. Cause that's exactly what Twitter's going to be like <laughs> when the show yes. comes out. So it's, it's always fun to see everybody else's reactions to stuff. Yeah. Like I, I can't that's wait. That's basically to... how I'm right now with Twitter. I'm like, all giddy mm-hmm. all the time. Like, Oh, you have no idea. I'm like, <laughs> there, there are going to be so many. Now this is pod racing memes yeah. out of that. Yeah. So. <laughs> I'm pretty sure somebody's going to call time. it. A filler episode, because you know yeah, that's what. Which, but you know what, filler it's episodes so good, are though. fun. TV I mean, shows that still I have room for filler episodes are so much more fun than ones yeah. that they have to yeah. just do the plot the entire time. Yeah. I'm like, I want character moments. Mm-hmm. I want yeah, little Yeah, that's side what I'm saying. Like, I don't even consider it filler because we get to see Tech in his, you know, get his, yeah. this moment to shine here, mm-hmm. and yeah, we get exactly. to see more of him, more of his of 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 um. Which is important because we're seeing, you know, one mm-hmm. of the, the, the stories in this in, in the season is his growth. So we have to yeah. see stuff like that, you know? Exactly. Exactly. Yes, mm-hmm. I know. And again, I mean, I know, you know, just to bring it back a little bit, I, I wrote down Tech and Omega's exchange and at the end of episode 10, the Empire's not the only threat. We've seen so many in the galaxy like Mako. Unfortunately, yes. However, there are many like us out there as well, and that is something. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Um, tech, tech gets so much love this season, and, yeah. and it's so great to see. Because um, just for whatever reason, he didn't get a hold of it last season. He was just their little hacker guy, you know. But 
I think they were really focused on on Hunter last season. Yeah, understandably yes. so because he is of all of them really the dad. Yeah, like yes. I, did, yeah, I did a yeah. list of, of who the batch is in relation to Omega. Hunter's the dad. Echo's yeah. the mom. Uh, Tech is the oldest brother. Yes. Crosshair is the middle brother because he has middle child Tells syndrome. Them. And Wrecker <laughs> is the closest in age to Omega. Yes, yes. and. I think that you really see that with Hunter in that he does take on this parental role and he doesn't have as much fun with Omega as Wrecker might mm-hmm. because he has a different role in her life than yeah. Wrecker does. And I think that's what is so good about all of their characterizations is that they're, they're different people and they serve different purposes. Mm-hmm. And one thing I think they've done really well in a very subtle way that you know may get overlooked, but I really hope it doesn't, is that Hunter doesn't baby Omega anymore. Mm-hmm. He is not overprotective of her the way that he was in season one. Now yeah. that might change once they find out that <laughs> the Empire is, is back after, after her. her. Yeah. Yeah. But he's been so gentle with her upbringing and so encouraging of her. Mm-hmm. He sees what she's capable of yeah. and he lets her do it. Hunter of season one would not have let her go out on that boat on Pabu <laughs> by herself. <laughs> Absolutely Ew. not. He also would not have asked her to mind that explodey no. mineral, no. whatever that was. Because no. <laughs> it wasn't even him that made the comment of like, you know, oh, be careful. It was tech. Mm-hmm. It was, I think it was yeah, tech that was, was tech. like, oh, be careful. And she's like, I'm going to punch you in a second here. You know, shut up and let me do my job. Pretending this is your face right now. Yes. Exactly. Oh, man. But so, we're, we're yeah. seeing the it different just, shine because uh, the first season, it was basically Hunter and Crosshair that mm-hmm. they were mostly focused on. And now we got a little bit of Echo, you know, because we, we got to see a little bit more of him with Omega and how he affected Omega um, and stuff, especially after he left. And then, of course, Tag, you know. Wrecker is the only one. Wrecker's, I think... Wrecker doesn't need character growth, I don't think. He's just <laughs> awesome. <laughs> like, he's he sees just, things. He has the empathy. He has the, you yeah. know, caring for Omega. But he also, like, okay, yes, Omega, let's go do this together. Like, you know? Yeah. He, he, it's not like he's protecting her and he's, he needs to grow out of that. No, he was like, yo, let's go get yeah. some food. Yes, let's go have some fun, you know? And, and you know, Wrecker's just Wrecker. So he's, like, great right now. <laughs> the most down to earth yes. yeah, yeah I, I feel like another thing they've done this season of they, is they've done a lot a bit better of a job of having all of the batch be more well-rounded where mm-hmm. again like with tech it's not just that he hacks it's also that he's very analytically minded and he can figure things out like that really I keep calling it pop racing. They called it something else. I can't remember what it was though. Um, or with Wrecker, there's a scene where, you know, they're trying to fight their way out of, of the city and Wrecker is like, get me that battery and that thing. Yeah. And he makes an impromptu gun, you know, <laughs> yes. he's smart, yeah. you know? So they've, they've been a bit more well-rounded this season um, outside of whatever their, their trope is mm-hmm. in, in terms of, you know, strength or, you know, technology or whatever so i really liked that too so like i said before we have not seen the finale yet that has not come our Mm -hmm. way yet um so you know we're going to come back and record about the finale but before we do see the finale what are your predictions slash worries for what is going to (laughs) happen in these last two episodes i 
will hold out hope for wolves <laughs> until the bitter end. I knew Let you were going to say that. Episode 14, I, so. I was on the edge of my seat because mm-hmm. I could feel it. I could feel it. I was like, if there's ever a chance, this is the strongest chance I've had this season mm-hmm. for wolves to show up. And I was like, I literally was on the edge of my seat, clenching my fists. Every clone we saw, I was like, does he have a scarred eye? Does he have a scarred eye? Does he have a scarred eye? <laughs> and when they showed Crosshair in the prison, when he passed by and saw all the clones in the prison, I was like, is one of them wolf? And I gasped because I thought I saw one of them as yeah. wolf. Who knows? Maybe it was. Maybe we'll see him in the next episodes when they get Crosshair out. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm holding on to hope for that. Again, I won't be upset if he's not there, but... It would be very nice and a really fun way to end the season, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then I am worried that Crosshair is going to die. <laughs> mm-hmm. it, that is, if, if Star Wars is back and we got out of it with Reva, we got out of the kill the redemptive character arc with Reva, but I am very worried that they're going to go back to it with Crosshair. It's almost like I can taste it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. His, like I said, his arc has been so good this season, and I think it would be a shame to end it by killing him off. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I really want to see him have to work to make up for the choices that he's made and to really understand that, like to continue to do that mm-hmm. with the batch. I think that that would be a really beautiful way to continue his story, but I am very worried that he's going to die or one of them is going to die. Mm-hmm. I'm still worried about that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Um, okay, so, so one thing I just wanted to bring up before I get into the thing is that um, I like how we're also seeing, because I think a lot of the questions from before, since like Rebels and stuff like that, was like, how are the other clones able to, you know, get out of the, the whole Order 66 thing? Because mm-hmm. they're like, oh, so did, they, did they all get their chips? You know, how, how, was the, how was all of these clones able to change their minds or whatever? So now mm-hmm. we're getting to see how that's happening. They're like real, realizing it on their own without having mm-hmm. to remove the chip. So yeah. that's awesome. I love that they're, you know, that, that we're seeing that the clones can evolve in that way, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, sure. But basically my, it's, my predictions and my concerns are exactly the same as um, Danielle. <laughs> I was like, uh, we're, we're, it's going to be, I think it's going to be a big surprise that we're going to see maybe somehow Cody met up with Wolf and now we're going to see both of them mm. appear. Because Cody obviously is coming back for those last two, you know, uh, episodes. He's gotta. I would be blushing so hard. <laughs> yes. Really. Oh my God. <laughs> so we, I think oh that's going to be like one of the big ones because they gave us Cody early on. Yeah. They gave yeah. us Cody early, you know, episode three, I think mm-hmm. it was, right? And um, yeah, I think we're we're gonna get the big one with Wolf, you know, uh, on that one. But I also think that Crosshair might be the I'm gonna go sacrifice myself for my, you know, so they can escape or whatever. But I think in, in the first, I, I was it in, in in season one. I think I I have predicted the same thing that Crosshair was gonna have to sacrifice himself and want some something that the Bad Batch had to get out of. And I was like, oh, they're gonna sacrifice Crosshair because you know he's like the bad one and he's gonna redeem himself. But it didn't happen. I was like, okay, let's go. We're good. But since it didn't happen in the first one, I, yeah. they're like, okay, well now we're gonna make you you know, cry in this one. Now we're really going to, mm-hmm. and it's going to suck because it's like, dude, he just redeemed himself. Like he's just redeeming himself and now we're going to lose him. So it, it, it is a big possibility because that's how they like to build us up to like just crush us at, afterwards. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And that, that scene was so powerful when he, he could have escaped 
But he wasn't trying to escape. He, he was, was trying, trying to warn, warn them. Warn them. <laughs> and I, that was the third time I cried this season. <laughs> when he found out, he just wanted to warn them. He didn't, he knew, I think he knew that he wouldn't get out, but mm-hmm. he wanted to warn them about Omega. Yeah. And yeah. he's still not said her name. He still calls her the kid. The kid. And I kind of yeah. love that. <laughs> but yeah. Oh, Do you even remember her name? You know. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. that is exactly what I wrote down, too. As I said, please, for the love of all things, do not have a character redeem themselves only to be killed moments later. I'm still mad about this. I'm still mad about this. I may be a Raylo. Let's, you know, move on. Um, But, yeah, I, I am very, very worried about that, you know, especially because because I think there needs to be more stories where people who have found themselves on the wrong side mm-hmm. of a conflict, of an issue, are able to recognize mm-hmm. that and make amends. We need more callous stories. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yes. We need more stories like that because especially because sometimes, you know, regardless of what the issue is, people will just, instead of accepting that they were wrong about something, they will just dig in and plant themselves instead of doing the work to do, you know, whatever mm-hmm. the issue may be. So if they kill him, I'm going to be really, really mad. Yeah. <laughs> really, really mad. Um, so hopefully, hopefully they break that cycle a little bit. Um, I mean, we already had the order 66 saying we don't need that trope in there, you know, cause that's uh, star Wars. Mm. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, Star Wars. Um, yeah, I just want Crosshair to be alive and okay and back with the Bad Batch for season three. Hopefully, mm-hmm. they haven't announced it yet. Hopefully, they will. Yeah. Um, though I remember getting very, very worried because I think they announced season two. I can't remember if it was just before or just after the season one finale. And I remember, like, at a certain point, like, with the finale because of, like, trailers or whatever, I'm like, are they going to kill all of them off? <laughs> You know, um, so hopefully we get a season three announcement. Hopefully Crosshair is a part of that, um, especially because I feel like Omega is just going to follow him around and be like, can you teach me to shoot? You know? <laughs> she's, she's gotten very good with her, her little bow and arrow yes. thing. Yeah. Um, but I'm like, Crosshair is going to be the grumpy uncle and it's going to be amazing. I think what if I they had th- competitions? of yes. crosshair shooting his sniper and Omega shooting her bow, bow to see who could get yes. the closest. Oh. I think yes. that's the only oh. kind of glimmer of hope that I see is that because each one of the Bad Batch got their moment with Omega mm. to be yes. able to have that relationship with her, Crosshair is going to have to somehow yeah. build that relationship with her. So my, that's like my glitter of hope that maybe in season three that they won't kill him all so he could have that moment with Omega as well. Yeah. You know? Yeah. They both yeah. deserve it. Yes. Yes, really yes I know. You know, as, as, as upsetting as it was to see Crosshair be like, I'm going to do what the Empire wants. And guess what? I don't have a ship. So this is my choice. <laughs> it's like now that he's kind of seeing what the rest of them saw, you know, he's like, oh, well, this sucks. Let's, uh, yeah, let's not do this. <laughs> yes. So hopefully. And, and, it, and it really warms my heart, too, that, like you said, he didn't take that chance to escape. He took that chance to warn them. Because even though he... Has, doesn't really know Omega as well as the rest of them. He still cares for her. He still mm-hmm. is like, "That's my sister. Don't touch her." You know. Yeah. 
And he was um, about to say her name too when they came yeah. in. And I think that was the whole thing is that like he's never said her name. Mm-hmm. He just calls her kid. But he was about to when he was warning them. He was saying they're after and then they caught him. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, he was going to say it. He was going <laughs> to say her name. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just like, yeah. So hopefully we'll come back and everybody will be alive and happy. And if not happy, at least like uninjured. Yeah. <laughs> Injured, but survival. <laughs> surviving. Injured, but surviving. Yeah. <laughs> not, getting, not getting, you know, <laughs> stranded on Camino for 35 days yeah. and deciding you still want to fight for yes. the Empire. <laughs> that was the most shocking part. 30, 32 <laughs> rotations, I think, is what it was. 32 yeah. or 34 rotations. Something like that, yeah. Last hair. Did you like, 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 what you, bro? Still okay. <laughs> they don't Did you care. Not get sunburned? <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh, God. Dude. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, and, and it, like you were saying, too, hopefully Cody, we see Cody again, too. It'd be really fun, you know, because we, Rex doesn't say one way or the other in, in the episode mm-hmm. that we see him in if he saw Cody. Mm-hmm. I would really like to have them reunite yeah. because, uh, you know, um, and just, just, just uh, yeah, I, I really hope that, that Cody is a part of that. Um I just, if, if they could just not kill anybody off. Yeah. <laughs> no I think if they no give us please. such a big reunion, that it's means great. they're going to give us a bigger heartbreak. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah no. so that's, that's the thing. I'm like, there's so many nice things that could happen in this episode. All these reunions, all this stuff. And I'm like, but they gotta, it, they got to get that knife in the yes. chest and twist it. Because <laughs> One, it's, it's Star Wars. Even if yeah. it's animated kids Star Wars, it's still Star Wars. One of my favorite. Animated Star Wars did this too. <laughs> One of my favorite parts of Star Wars, though, is that they're really good at knowing when to leave something open-ended just enough so that they can go back and explore it later. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, like, when Re- when they ask Rex how many brothers he's been able to save, and he says, not enough, that is such a good way of getting around limiting themselves in the future of saying how many brothers did Rex save. So we know for sure that it was obviously Wolf and Gregor that he saved. That's we've known that since rebels, Mm -hmm. but the fact that there were more, that there's Hauser, that there's Hauser squad, Mm -hmm. a couple of his squad mates that they ended up saving. And that presumably there are more that wanted to stay in the fight and then others that didn't want to. Mm -hmm. And I think I just, I can't wait to potentially explore that in the future. It just, it gives me so much hope that the story is not done yet. Even when this season ends, even if when the show ends, there's still so many areas that are still ripe for exploration. Yeah. And I just love that about Star Wars. (laughs) For sure. Yeah. Cause I mean, we don't even know for sure if it was Rex that helped Cody get mm-hmm. out of there you know yeah. I, as much as I would love that like I feel like if it was that we would have seen that in an episode or he would have mentioned it and so I feel like if there is a reunion between Rex and Cody coming that it, it's 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 going to be in this mm-hmm. finale and then there's going to be heartbreak because <laughs> um, we know Rex is alive in Rebels we don't know anything about where Cody's at yeah yeah um so I'm also worried about that now I'm worried that Crosshair is going to try to sacrifice himself and then Cody's going to step in front of him. Oh, I'm geez. still worried that I just Cody, had that thought and now I'm upset. I'm still worried that Cody didn't uh, actually go AWOL and that he was actually imprisoned. And oh, they just uh, let Crosshair think that he went AWOL. Point. And oh, then Crosshair's going to run into him in the prison. Because maybe the governor mm. was like, he disobeyed an order. 
Yeah. Yeah. Oh, shit. And so that's going to be the other that too. <laughs> so maybe Cody is in there uh, where Crosshair's at and they have to rescue both of them. And Wolf's there and too. And Wolf's there too. <laughs> everybody. We're just getting everybody in. Give me all my babies. Or maybe oh. Wolf is out there saving somebody else and then they have to come together to go yes. save everybody in that facility. I would be okay yeah. if Rex already saved Wolf or mm-hmm. Wolf already got out mm-hmm. and then we just see him. Yeah, like, yeah, that's yeah. Fine. Yeah. I want to mm-hmm. eventually know his Order 66 story because we don't know it. And I think it's really uh, integral to who Wolf is when mm-hmm. we see him in Rebels to yeah. know that story. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't be upset if we didn't see it this season. I just want yeah. to see him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there, there's... Yeah, that, um, yeah I'm going to be worried about Cody stepping in front of... of uh, of crosshair for a while now because that might be him being like hey thanks for not ratting on me or something you know i'm like mm, Cody's a good man. yeah cody would good be. man that cody as obi-wan said i'm mm-hmm. i'm gonna be worried about that for weeks now because i don't know what we're gonna do because the finale's not until march oh boy <laughs> All right, so we are back. Kari was not able to join us for this part of the podcast now that we are here, you know, March 30th, now that we have all seen the finale <laughs> of Bad Batch Season 2. We were all very worried for the wrong clone. <laughs> yep. I very much remember all of us being worried about either Cody or Crosshair. Yeah, so <laughs> what do you think of the finale? I, oh man, this is going to sound so bad saying I loved it, but... I, I do think it was a phenomenal finale for this season, especially because I've seen a lot of people asking, like, well, or being confused about what the plot of the second season was. And I thought that the finale did a really great job in showing that this season was about the batch searching for their place in the galaxy after Order 66, after Crosshair chose not to go with them, after Topoka City is destroyed. And all the episodes were them searching for that and Crosshair searching for that as well. And they finally find something. Echo finds his purpose helping Rex. The rest of them find their, you know, a peaceful place to rest on Pabu. And then it's just ripped out from under them because there's the reminder that they aren't just regular people in this galaxy. They are clones and Mm -hmm. They are a part of the Empire's evil plans, and that can't be helped. And so I thought that this was just a perfect wrap-up without being wrapped up that they could have for this season. Yeah. No, exactly. Like, again, that was not who I thought we were going to lose. Um, Tech. (laughs) Tech. R.I.P. I mean, there is very much part of me that's like, well, we didn't see a body. Oh, I 100% am in the denial. I think that's the only thing that's kept me from, like, truly going off the deep end because... I know, I'm like, did Saw, maybe Saw came back or something? I don't know. I'm like, could Saw have, like, caught him in his ship? I'm like, Saw doesn't always make amazing decisions, but he usually... He's at heart a good guy. He's at heart a good guy. He's yeah. just, he's understandably very upset with how the galaxy's been going. But yeah. 
yeah, I'm just like, because mm-hmm. well, I, I, I don't, I don't know. I'm like, is he was, I'm like, maybe he's fine. And just, they found the goggles and he knew that he would make him angry if he said, Oh, he's dead. And you know, yeah. make them mess up. I don't know, but I'm like, maybe not really dead. <laughs> I think there's, you know, like it feels so much like echo when echo died yeah. and all we saw was the helmet. And Mm -hmm. he was also sacrificing himself to try and get everybody out. And it just, it felt very similar. And so I wouldn't be surprised if he's not dead. However, my fear (laughs) is that they would then winter soldier him. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I I hadn't thought about that one. (laughs) Oh, yes. Because we never got an answer as to what was going on with that one clone with I think that's tied in with Hemlock and everything he's doing yeah. and where Crosshair and Omega are now and all of that I think that's part of his experimentation but yeah. when they arrived on um that planet where the summit was and it was snowy and there were rail cars I immediately thought of Solo and Val sacrificing herself for the mission. Oh. And I, I turned to, to my boyfriend and I said, this is giving me two, like two big solo vibes. I don't like it because that didn't end well. I even thought about and that. And it happened. Oh. <laughs> I like, no. I'm never going to be okay on snowy planets with rail cars ever again. And, and you said Winter Soldier. And now I'm thinking about Bucky falling from the train too. Yeah, that too. Oh, God. Yeah, no more no more trains and no more snow in Star Wars. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> um, I I also really loved the like little cameos that we got, both Saw and Director Krennic. Mm-hmm. I don't know if the it's Rogue Director Krennic right cameos. now. I was like, ooh. Um, like as I was thinking about it, I'm like, okay, are we going to see Project Stardust in season three? Will that be part of it? Or I was thinking even, I'm like, might we get a Bad Batch cameo in Andor might mm. be interesting. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe I'm thinking too far ahead, but just, I think, yeah, I'm in denial about tech. I loved the cameos. It was utterly hard. Like they're more fractured than they've ever been. I mean, mm-hmm. it truly <laughs> is like, a, this is the, this is like rock bottom for them, yeah. I think right now. And we've never seen that before. So I think it can be like hard to adjust to that, but that's like, that's the empire at this point. Like that's star Wars at this point. And I think that there wouldn't have been as much tension needed tension and needed, uh, foundation for season three to build off of if it had ended happily. Yeah. Cause then it's like, we have to start over in season three about what this storyline is going to be. And we'd have the complaints that we got from season two, which I think looking at the whole se- the season as a whole now, you can see like what they were doing. This is yeah. a, this is a, a chaotic and, you know, mismatched time for them right now, but that's all because at the end of the season, it's about to like, just go a hundred, you know, a hundred miles an hour after this. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I can, definitely see why they wanted to do that to just kind of like break them down so that season three can be a rebuilding kind of for sure yeah I mean so since we're already talking about it now that we've seen it all what do you think of of season two just overall yeah I just I loved it I it'll be interesting going back to watch now that 
I know what's going to happen to Tech. Mm-hmm. God, I'm mm-hmm. crying. Um, I think it's going to make all of his episodes a lot more emotional. And I think we're going to, um, there will be like signs, like clearer signs than just the fact that they're, you know, giving him more character development and everything. But I think there will be like signs of that lead to his decision. And I think that's important to remember too, that it was his choice. And yeah. if he is really dead, what better way for a clone to go out at this point than choosing to sacrifice himself for his brothers and sister yeah. in this case, yeah. Omega. Um, it wasn't, yeah, it was a choice that was kind of forced on him by, you know, situation, but he chose it at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it could have been any of them yeah. off the back of that car, but it was, him. and especially because yeah. we know that they would have all done the same thing because exactly. that's plan yep. 99. Yep. And that, Oh gosh. But anyway, the season as a whole, I think was just wonderful. And I really think that that these last two episodes showed why you shouldn't call those other episodes filler because they all add up to this. Yeah. Especially uh, one thing that I was thinking about, I I messaged you guys yesterday, the other day about like, I had a very sad thought just now. Um, The episode that in hindsight I'm even more upset about people calling filler is that two-parter where, I can't remember the names of the episodes, I'm so bad with that, but the two-parter where um, their ship got stolen and and the fact that Tech is who helped Omega process Echo leaving the group. And he's the next one to go. And he's the one who went just broke my heart when I thought about that the other day. I'm oh like, my God, I'm like, like they did such a good job of setting up his death. I'm going to start mm. crying a little God, bit. Here. Me too. They did such, I didn't even cry watching the episode. I'm just like, wow, they did a really good job. Um, they did such a good job of setting that moment up without telegraphing it to be blaringly obvious. Mm. Because, you know, we got the character development. We got so many sweet moments between him and Omega, especially in that two-parter where they sit down, you know, they're essentially forced to sit down and wait and talk about their different reactions to Echo leaving the batch. Um, And so what essentially what this boils down to is if anybody gets a very seemingly fun... (laughs) (laughs) solo-ish episode (laughs) you know like barely you know like just a couple episodes in the season I'm gonna be worried about them next season (laughs) now now I'm gonna go watch that that racing episode and be sad about it I will be happy to hear Ben Schwartz again because that was really fun but um, now I'm gonna watch that episode be like oh tuck you know know. it's just yeah, they did such a good job of setting that moment up without it being so obvious. Because you watch some shows, and sometimes it's on purpose. Like, one example I could have where, like, it was very on purpose in, like, say, season four of Doctor Who, where they are setting up what happens to Donna. But it's better when they don't telegraph it. Because, yeah. I mean, it, I mean it, it depends on what story you're telling. It depends on what stakes you want to have within your show. But just... Oh, you know, yeah. it was, 
it, the, the more I thought about it, I haven't gotten much of a chance to rewatch it yet because I have, for some reason, I've been rewatching The Flash for <laughs> goodness knows why. Um, and just, just, but just thinking back on it, like how well they set it up. I'm like, man, these writers, <laughs> they know yeah. what they're doing. It's, yeah. it's, it's heartbreaking. And, it, and it's, fr- like you said, it's frustrating to see people dismiss episodes as filler I'm like it's uh, I made a TikTok about this the other week where I was basically like there are some Star Wars fans who just need to admit that all they want is the space battles and the lightsaber fights and they're not here for anything else and that's fine if that's what Mm -hmm. they're here for but then you don't get to call emotional and character development filler yeah I um you know I was watching The Last of Us and write doing some Mm -hmm. write-ups for Temple of Geek for that and one thing one of the creators, Craig Mazin, said that really stuck with me was emotional action is sometimes just as important, if not more important, than physical action. And yeah. um, one of the episodes they have is very emotionally driven and not really physical at all. There's not a lot of fighting or anything, but there's a lot of work going on in the eyes and the face and the words. And, um, that's kind of how I feel about these like so-called filler episodes that everyone says is that, is it filler or like, you know, filler used to not be a bad thing, used to not be a bad term. And there's a reason it's there. It's because it's filling in the gaps in characters. It's filling in, you know, the gaps in this, you know, this one side storyline that you didn't really have um, complete yet. And it's doing important work for the overall story for the end. And it's like, if that wasn't there, I guarantee you people would be saying, well, why didn't we get more time with this character? Why didn't we get more of this story? And I'm just, I'm glad that we got that for tech because, Mm -hmm. you know, yes, because he, um, he died, but also because now we have those to go back to. And even yeah. though they will be tinged with sadness, we mm-hmm. still have those those very important and very meaningful episodes to go back to 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 see him again. <laughs> yeah, like, and I think overall this season two did a little bit better of a job of kind of balancing who we spent time with. I mean, yeah. obviously, in retrospect, we did spend a lot of time with Tech because of what happens in yeah. the final episode. <laughs> but, and I mean, we got a little bit less with Hunter, but we got a lot of Hunter in the first season. Mm-hmm. And it, I really enjoyed that. I mean, it's, the the locations that they had for this season in particular were just gorgeous, yeah. too. Like, I hope that we see Pabu again. Like, I would love to see Pabu in live action, too, to oh. be completely honest. It was such um, a gorgeous place. I'm sure we'll see Pabu when they have to tell Fee yes. what happened. Oh, gonna... I hadn't thought about that one. <laughs> yep. Oh. I know everyone's saying that, like, if Tech is still alive, Fee should be the one to find him. Yeah. Um, because she's a, what'd she call it, purveyor of lost oh, treasures yeah. or something yeah. but, oh. but um or that she should be the one that kills hemlock if he is really dead yeah yeah and I, really cool. I hope she comes back i hope she comes back she's yeah. like one of my new favorite characters because she reminds me so much of river song she's <laughs> such a good character i think she's probably so like cool. she's my favorite of the new characters they brought in that weren't, you know, like old characters that we had already known. 
like last season we got Hera and Kanan and um you know and then Saw of course but I think Fee was just such a important addition to this not just for tech but for the batch as a whole because I feel like she really gave them like new perspective and a new way of thinking of of who they could be and what they deserved and what Omega deserves as well for sure yeah um yeah, I, one of the things I did see people talking about on Twitter with the finale um, was Hunter's seemingly initial decision after all of this happens to just go back to Pabu. Mm-hmm. You know, but I also, what I think, I mean, I haven't looked a ton at it because I, I like to just have positive spaces online. Because, yeah. but, <laughs> uh, um, but I think some people are ignoring that he was asking Omega what she wanted before, mm. you know, everybody showed up and ruined yeah. everything, essentially. Um, and I think part of the point of this show is that Hunter and the rest of the team want to do anything that they can make to make Omega's galaxy better. Yep. And I think to, and I think that includes seeing what Omega wants and she wants to make the galaxy a better place. If she can, if she can, that's something that they talked about again in that two parter that I can't remember the name of with the <laughs> actor two voices, Spider-Man in the video games. Um, you know, and even I was thinking about the episode with Gunji. Uh, yes. You know, they returned him home, but he also, even though he's very young, especially for a Wookiee, they returned him to his people, but he still also was planning on continuing to fight and make his home better. Mm-hmm. And I think that's something that, you know, it's going to be interesting, I think, to see how much, I don't think he'll push too much, but it'll be interesting to see how much Hunter tries to push Omega into being like, hey, let's just go find some quiet part of the galaxy to get away from all of this so that you can have a childhood versus Omega having seen what the batch can do and knowing how important it is to stand up where they can. Like maybe they're not going to, you know, I mean the the rebellion's very fractured and not even much of a thing at this point, but I think it'll be interesting depending on how, what, you know, time period they're planning on covering in the season season three upcoming seasons I don't know how much they've got planned or how much they're going to do but I think it's going to be that's going to be one of the interesting dynamics to watch and something that I hope that they you know kind of explore further too yeah and that's you know assuming what even happens because yeah Hunter's not with her no. right now. Right, and, I know. Um, I was, I'm just assuming that they all yeah. find each other again <laughs> at this point, because anything else is too sad to consider after yeah. that finale. <laughs> um, so yeah, about Hunter, like, I think people like to call Hunter dad until he starts acting like one, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, the he just watched his brother die. Omega just yep. watched her brother die. There was absolutely no situation or no possibility that immediately after that, he's going to go into another crosshair rescue mission because what got tech killed a crosshair rescue mission. And that's not crosshair's fault because crosshair didn't even want them to come after him. But Hunter's first priority is Omega. And that's always what it's going to be. And especially like if you want to compare Omega and crosshair in terms of like, how he feels about them, he still firmly believes that Crosshair betrayed them. He doesn't know 
like the message that Crosshair sent at the end of episode 14, it cut off, the comms cut off before he could get past Plan 88. And so like him saying, you know, they're looking for whatever, they're coming after whatever, they didn't hear that. They didn't get that part of the message. And so Hunter is justifiably concerned and cautious when it comes to crosshair and tech because you know of his different relations they're different people tech isn't thinking the way hunter is hunter's not thinking the way tech is or or wrecker or omega because hunter has a responsibility that the rest of the batch doesn't he has to look for their future he has to look for their safety and they don't really have to do that they've never had to do that because hunter's always held that position and I think him telling Omega that honoring tech sacrifice would be them going to Pabu is truly what he believes because tech in the moment was sacrificing himself for their safety, not for their safety so that they could go rescue Crosshair, but just for their safety in that moment so that they could mm-hmm. get out of this situation, get out of the mission alive. And what they do after is up to them. And like you can agree with Hunter's decision or choice, or you cannot agree with it, but it does make sense. And it yeah. is to me very much in character for him to say those things. Yeah. yeah Cause I, I think sometimes the audience and I'm mad at this too. The audience doesn't always remember what other characters do or do not know. Like we're seeing the whole yeah. story. The characters are not. Yeah. And that's, you know, it's important, you know, cause yeah. you know, it's, it's, I I just like I said I am just assuming that everybody finds each other again because <laughs> it's I just can't. gonna be fine. It's gonna be fine. It's it was all a bad dream. <laughs> it'll be fine. I know. Oh. <laughs> yeah. No. I know. Yeah. And see, the thing is, too, is they have not yet officially announced season three. I know. So, I'm hoping for celebration. I got into hoping. the panel, yeah. so Yay. I'm very yes. excited. Um, I will I'm really say, hoping I, that. Yeah, um, I got into the Bad Batch panel at last year's celebration and just like just the energy that happened when they showed the trailer and Cody popped up was insane. (laughs) Bad feeling they're going to have some sort of like memory reel for tech too. I mean, they better better at least have a moment of silence to recognize him. Mm -hmm. Like everyone who is in there that day better be wearing black, some form of black. (laughs) It, yes. as morning yeah. I'm wearing my I'm going to be wearing my Jen Cassian shirt that day so it's in theme <laughs> people <There you> go. <laughs> sacrifice <laughs> themselves for the greater good oh. <laughs> yeah just uh, yeah I, I'm I gotta I gotta like make a schedule of like what the time is here when different panels are happening so oh, it's gonna be, be early this one's yeah. at 11 a.m british time yeah, on the oh, Sunday. Yeah, yeah, that'll be kind of early. Yeah, I'm trying to like think because I I do a lot of like press releases for Big Finish, and they're usually like later in the day. But yeah. well, that's fun. I can always wake up to the news and yeah. scroll through Twitter and be like, <laughs> start oh, your day off well. Yeah, yeah. Because I remember watching. They did a live stream of the last one that they did in London that included the trailer for. Um, rise of skywalker so hopefully they'll do 
something. <laughs> yeah. Nice. The, at the last one, um, so last year's, I was in mm-hmm. the UK, obviously. And yeah. when the Bad Batch panel was on, there were people on Twitter spaces. Um, yeah. And... And so I, I got on there and I was just listening to it. Like it was the like, what, like 1930s or whatever when you sit at the radio. <laughs> I had it like up to my ear listening, trying to hear everything. And then the trailer came on. And so I can't see, obviously can't see anything, but I can hear yeah. the trailer. And as soon as they heard um, Crosshair say, Commander Cody, I was like <laughs> screaming. The entire, like we had to play the trailer twice because we all screamed through the entire thing. And my, my boyfriend came running into the room and he was like, are you okay? What's wrong? And I was like, Cody is in season two. And he was like, he was only what? episode two, man. You better come up in season three again. They, they Cody baited man. us with that. I know. But yeah. it was such a good episode too, though. Yeah. So yeah, here's hoping that we get some good news out of that because i just star wars celebration this year sounds like it's gonna be have a lot of really good trailers from yeah hopefully from what i understand so i'm hoping to go to the one next the one in 2025 so yeah Here's i'm interested i'm sure they'll somewhere. probably announce where it's gonna be at this I one maybe feel like it, it'll because if they're putting it back in the states they tend to rotate between anaheim chicago and orlando yeah and i think 2019 was chicago and then the last one was Anaheim, so it's probably going to be Orlando. Yeah. Um, I saw that they used to do it. In- <laughs> Depending on <laughs> recent events, who knows? <laughs> yeah. I saw they used to do it in Indianapolis because they have that oh, okay. huge convention center there as well. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. I, I think Disney does like doing it near their parks, though, because then they yeah. can get yeah, people over traffic. there. And yeah. I, I do kind of really want it to be in Orlando because I really want them to have a Star Wars night at Hollywood Studios um, mm-hmm. because I desperate I have have you ever seen the dance off with the Star Wars stars videos oh yeah 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 I have um, an Oopla cosplay <laughs> <laughs> which was one of the the uh, um, the hosts for that show and mm-hmm. I desperately want to wear that in Hollywood Studios just to see what the reaction is um, <laughs> off topic <laughs> but yeah um, so Going on the assumption that we're going to get a season three announcement at Star Wars Celebration next week. What are your hopes for season three? You know, is there anything you'd like to see them do or see them even do like a little bit differently? Yeah, um, I really hope and this isn't so much a hope as I genuinely think this is what will happen because Omega is now at Tantus. Um More crosshair, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that this season they were kind of like pushed up against the wall with crosshair because if they wanted to end in the place they did, there wasn't really much they could do with crosshair that wouldn't be repetitive. And that's why we only got him for like three and a half episodes. And so it makes sense. Um, but I, you could feel it missing. And I think maybe they wanted you to, wanted you to feel that there's something missing with crosshair, not in this story as often as he was before. And I think season three would definitely go off of that because again omega is there now there's a lot more to explore there's a lot more tension uh so looking forward to that and then as far as like hopes go (laughs) i mean i hope tech's not dead but if it is that (laughs) if i had to have either tech be dead or him be winter soldiered i think i'd just rather him be dead (laughs) 
I mean, I'll take him Winter Soldier. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I won't be mad. Right. I mean, because they can but always it's just, break the programming. But it yeah. would be so painful to see mm-hmm. him like that. Because yeah. he already has such like a technical voice that mm-hmm. to hear that he's kind of got that clip of like because a lot of the empire characters they usually have them have yeah. like that really proper like kind of british sounding yeah thing. and so yeah. to hear that with malice and just or mm-hmm. just even just like uncaring behind it because even though tech like the season showed us tech has a lot of emotions he does feel and you can hear that in his voice his voice isn't just blank it's not just you know devoid void of any feeling at all and I think to hear his his voice like that would be just soul crushing so maybe they will do that because it's Star Wars and it's clones totally pull it off too (laughs) but I also I want to see more of Hunter's mindset and again I think we'll get that I think a big reason this season like that they didn't dig into Hunter's mindset more is because, again, it would have gotten a bit repetitive. Uh, So I get that. Now, though, he is like Papa Bear unleashed to go get Omega. So I think we're going to see more of that, I hope. And then my biggest hope, Wolf, please, for the love of God, give me Wolf (laughs) It has been five years (laughs) since I've seen him. Um, I I can't help but wonder, though. Echo said Rex was on a different mission. Was he on the mission to go get Wolf or something? I don't know. I don't know. I want Wolf. Yeah. I just, I don't want him to be on Tantus, but I could see him being on Tantus and I could see that being what really screws with his head and gets him to where we see him at Rebels. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I want to see him, but God, if he's on Tantus, at least he has plot armor. <laughs> yes, I know. <laughs> he can't That's die, thing. Yeah. but what else can happen to him? So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What about yeah, you? No, for sure. Um, I, like you, like you kind of said, I'm just excited because they are in a position now where they have more stories with more groups of characters to tell. You know, whereas before it was very like, especially this season, it was like either the main batch or Crosshair, and that was it. But now we've got Hunter, Echo, and Wrecker. If mm-hmm. Echo stays with them, which I'm kind of assuming that he will to get Omega um, back. I think, yeah, to get Omega back for important. sure. Yeah. And then we've got Omega and Crosshair and Omega's sister. Yeah, Emery. We didn't even talk about that. Yeah, oh, my God. I know. Um, which, because I, I was just like, oh. Because it was funny, though, because I remember seeing somebody kind of, like, make that theory. And I was like, oh, no. That's oh, I guessed I it. I like, Not on here. Yes. But after, yeah. I was like, no, I think that she might be. Yeah. Lots of people um, did, though, I think. So, yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, depending on what Echo winds up doing, uh, in, ter- in the next season, like we could also hopefully <laughs> keep saying this. Can we get more stories with Rex, please? Yeah. <laughs> Rex just to have his Cody. own little series. I know. I'm like, we need like a series of like shorts of like what Rex is getting up to yeah. in the middle yeah. of all of this. Um, because I I think he qualifies as an honorary member of the Bad Batch. Yeah. Um. So I hope we see him a bit more. Hopefully we see what Cody's up to. I know because there's been some discussion about like, did Cody actually get away mm. or did they just say that he left and they've got him, you know, in, in yeah. the laboratory. Um, I really hope we see more of Bale because that was very exciting to see Bale yeah. Organa. Hopefully we get a mention of Padme. God, like why is that so hard like, in everything? I know. Padme and Satine. Like, yeah, I'm like, can we, please, please, hello? <laughs> you know, I mean, it, it, or at least, like, a mention of why, like, is it because people are so aware of her 
position on things that the emperor has kind of like squashed any mention of her, but I'm also like, but yeah, I would just love to see it. Padme mentioned a little bit because she was such a huge advocate for clones rights. Mm-hmm. Um, even if it was like a flashback or something, I think I told you, I'm really kind of hoping that for the end of before season three of Mando was out that we get like a Satine and Padme live action. God flashback. Just a Satine mention at this point in Mando. It's getting ridiculous. I have to like explain (laughs) to my, to my, cause my parents have been watching Mandalorian since it came out, but they have, my dad's, my dad has watched Bad Batch. Um, but he has not watched Clone Wars or Rebels, mostly because he's, he's one of the, he doesn't like it when shows jump around in the timeline. Mm. And I wish that Disney Plus would just, like, make a section that was like, here's Clone Wars in chronological order, <laughs> you know? Because <laughs> especially, yeah. like, on the TV, it's hard to, like, jump in between, yeah, yeah. you know, all the flashbacks and flash, you know, whatever. Um, but, you know, I found myself explaining to them, like, oh, she, her sister is a, and possibly Obi, you know, an Obi-Wan and possibly they have a kid and like, where is Corky? <laughs> you know, all that fun stuff. Um, I'm, I don't, I'm looking at my notes. Sid, I don't know if I want her to get what's coming to her or if I want her to redeem herself. I'm kind of on the fence about that one, I'm, especially because I don't I don't know how much she knows about what her turning the batch in led to or what yeah. Hemlock was after them for specifically. Yeah, I think maybe she could retain herself, but she's going to have to put in a lot of work to do that. Mm-hmm. I also um, wonder if she had yeah. already like if she didn't know about them losing tech before she called them. yeah, you know, like maybe they signaled to her that they were coming and she was like, Oh yeah, I'm going to get back at you for everything you've done. I'm calling mm-hmm. the empire. And then or they even showed if, up. Yeah. yeah. Or even if she did it even before they made contact again, where they mm-hmm. might've like shown up to her place and been like, Hey, if they come yeah. back, you better tell us or yeah. X, Y, Z is going to happen. Yeah. Um, so I would like to see her back, but again, I don't know if I want her to redeem herself or if she just gets what's coming to her. I think redemption is probably what should happen, um, especially because she she does like not There's as much as Fee. I feel like yeah, I feel like yeah. not as much as Fee, but she does care for Omega. I don't think that she would want Omega or really any of them, but I think especially Omega. I don't think she would want to see yeah. hurt. Um, Again, I'm going to be worried if anybody has a fun little episode that seems to be. No. <laughs> Just kidding. I don't want any more attention on Echo. Let's just forget he exists. It's fine. Right. I know. I'm like, it wasn't quite a solo episode for Tech, but Tech was very much like yeah. the hero of that episode. And yeah. I'm just like, literally, if you tech, do that with tech, anybody tech. else. Yes. <laughs> Oh. Why would they? Now that I'm thinking about it, I'm so mad. I'm like, why would they? They did that. They animated it. They put the sound uh, in. They watched us cheer about it. Have the memes, yeah. and then they were like, the, we're the edits. Yeah, <laughs> the like people made thirst traps out of that one. And I was like, no. oh, whatever. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I am very interested to see what they do with Omega's sister. I can't. You said her name. I can't. I didn't know that she. Uh, Emery. Yeah, I'm, I'm very interested to see where that goes. I would love to see Boba at some point. Seeing him and um, Omega interact would be so much fun. 
Yeah, that would be that would be really really cool, especially because you know it, it, he's at an interesting he's point a, in his. He's at a, in, yeah, a tough in point his, in his life right now. Yeah, because um, we know where he winds up before the the original trilogy and where he winds up afterwards. But mm-hmm. and we, uh, yeah, I, I would love to see them bring Boba in. Um, just to see what that dynamic would be like, to be honest. Um, and then just, I'm just, I'm just happy that between Bad Batch, the Mandalorian and Shadow of the Sith, we are getting that fleshed out. You know, we are getting the line somehow Palpatine has returned fleshed Mm -hmm. out a lot better. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, like, uh, again, because I am a Doctor Who fan and I am so used to like extra stories coming up later on to fill in gaps. I'm like, but you also need to have a little bit of planning and not just do a somehow. <laughs> you got to kind of build that up a little bit, which it's too bad that they didn't start doing these shows beforehand or in the middle of the Skywalker saga stuff. Um, mm-hmm. But I am because, you know, that's what Clone Wars did is Clone Wars filled in a lot of gaps and a lot of character development, uh, for the prequel trilogies uh mm-hmm. movies um so I, ju- I just like that we're getting that you know because there are people who you know maybe yes it is a bit of a <laughs> memeable <laughs> iffy line but the fact that all of these really talented writers and animators and everybody has taken that one line and built up such a saga just behind that one line is great. I love it. It's, it's, it's very entertaining. It's a little weird that other people haven't caught onto that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, They're so resistant to it. Yeah. And and I'm like, like, this is, I'm like, it's literally what is happening here. (laughs) Like what, (laughs) you know, so it's, it's very exciting. I'm, I'm, I would, be shocked if we didn't get a Grogu mention in the next season. I don't think we would get a cameo from him, but I would be shocked if there wasn't like a screen somewhere that like had his name on it or something. You yeah, know, I think it depends on how early they were looking for him because I don't think right. we know yet. Um, yeah, how long he was kept off the radar and mm-hmm. just how long they were looking for him. So yeah, I think it depends. Um, yeah, but I'm very excited about Emery. Because it was it was when I was, you know, watching the episodes as they came out that I was like, wait, I think she might be a clone. <laughs> because then <laughs> when we first watched it back in December, January, um, mm-hmm. I had in my notes, I think she might help Crosshair. There's something up with her. And, you know, it's so hard because like, you can't go back and watch it. You can't, you know, right. you don't want to like rewind or like, you know, so you can scared. rewind as long as you as long as you yeah. don't exit out. It doesn't count as another yeah. play. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so. It's just like, you know, you forget and all you have is your notes and you can't be like, mm-hmm. oh, wait, I want to go double check that. And so when they were episodes were coming out again, I was watching it and I was like, yeah, I think dad, I think she might be a clone. Like, oh, my God. And then they confirmed it. And I my biggest question with that is that like because she seems to have like an affinity for Omega, like she has a connection to Omega, but Omega doesn't have a connection to her. And so I wonder if they were created at the same time and Emery was given, you know, advanced, she's a more like, you know, general clone that we right. have seen throughout the Clone Wars and everything. And she was given the advanced aging, but Omega wasn't. And maybe like she grew up seeing Omega as a baby and, 
you know, a toddler and, you know, saw her grow and all of this stuff. Um, and then left obviously before Omega could start remembering things, but I just, I want to know so much about that. I'm so intrigued by it. And I'm just, I'm really glad that there's another woman in Omega's (laughs) life again. I feel like season two has done so well with that, with putting in more women in Omega's life. And I really hope that she turns out to be at least a little good and not all bad. Yeah, Yeah, it's it's definitely going to be an interesting dynamic to watch for sure. Yeah, like I just, just, there's so many so many directions they can go with it. And they really managed to surprise us with this season, especially yeah. the finale. Cause here we were yeah. all worried about, about a uh, crosshair and, and Cody and, and nope, they didn't even show up really. And in the I finale. was just like, I was just Ugh. in denial. I knew it was, was a possibility, but I didn't think they'd actually do it. Like I didn't think they'd actually kill off mm-hmm. one of the characters. Um, yeah. But like I said, it makes sense. And I'm, like emotionally upset about it, but narratively right. I'm not upset about it. Yeah. Um, like it, it's good storytelling, even if yeah. it makes me sad. Yeah. <laughs> it like literally made me so depressed yesterday. <laughs> I kept telling, I kept telling my boyfriend, I think I'm handling this really well. And then I'd be like, wait, I literally have not left the couch. <laughs> since I know, like so I, I got up. I got up at like 5 a.m. to watch the episodes because I work a retail job and I had to be to work at nine. And so I wanted to make sure I had enough time to watch both Bad Batch and Mandalorian mm-hmm. before I went to work. And I, I think I was really glad that I did Mandalorian second because, you know, Zeb pops <laughs> yeah. up and I'm like, yeah, you know, sure. five seconds. <laughs> yeah. But then, yeah, but then it was funny because as I was working yesterday, I was just like thinking about the episodes in my mind. And that's when I had the thought about, oh, my God, Tech is the one who helped Omega Mm-hmm. you know gave omega the skills to cope with big changes like this oh yeah <laughs> it's so poetic so, and so yeah. heartbreaking yeah but star wars is poetry <laughs> yeah I know. unfortunately just, because um, it hurts every time <laughs> yeah it's, yeah so and hopefully we'll get a good season three f- announcement at, at yes. celebration hopefully we won't have long to wait for it either um i'm thinking since they had to push back season two a few times hopefully season three will be like maybe another january release yeah or even you know i would be with all the because a lot of the marvel stuff got pushed back this year um Mm -hmm. they haven't confirmed anything um but what i've seen because like what if season two was supposed to come out in january secret invasion was supposed to be out this spring um Secret Invasion now is potentially coming out. Um, I saw June or something. That, yeah, like June something. It, it like literally comes out the first day of summer if the <laughs> rumors are to be believed. So I'm like, yeah, that's not spring. That's as close as you get to not being spring 2023 anymore while not having it super yeah. late, I guess. You know, yeah. so I don't think we'd get it like next month or anything. But hopefully, it's not a hopefully it's not a huge delay. Um, yeah. Especially Not we've got a lot year of other, half, at least yeah. two years. <laughs> I mean, we've got a lot of other Star Wars coming out because I know Ahsoka's supposed to come out this year. I think I saw Skeleton Crew was supposed to be this year because they they did finish they finish uh, filming I guess in February. Yeah, which I'm like that's crazy that they produced this entire show between last celebration and like this February. And yeah. you know Jude Law is in it. The guys who directed <laughs> Everything Everywhere at Once are directing an episode. Yeah, and that's it. Yeah, <laughs> that's all we know. 
Yeah. Apart from like one piece of concept art that they showed to celebration. Yeah. So there's a lot of Star Wars coming out this year. Um, I just, I do, as somebody who works a retail job nine to five on Wednesdays, could we please not put them on the same day? <laughs> Can we spread them out a little more? Would be my only ask to Disney. Like I was, I was so glad when they finally moved um, Star Wars and Marvel shows to different days. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Cause I, one of my little like, not super happy thing with Disney that I had uh, last year was when they put Miss Marvel and Obi Wan. Oh yeah, that was tough. at the same time. I was like, yeah. yikes, yikes, a little bit yikes. Um, but yeah, and then we've got Jedi Survivor coming out in a couple weeks, just a little under a month. I'm very excited for that. Yeah, um, the book was decent it was fine there wasn't yeah. a very it was a book. high stakes it was a book it yeah. was a book it was fun that was why I was on it <laughs> yeah I'm like this was it was a good kind of like look at where the characters were um yeah. at that point I guess and I think we'll probably once the game comes out probably there will be more stuff that I'll be like oh that's what that was setting up because I'm like I'm very interested this is like completely off topic from the bad batch but I am very excited to see what Sears up to in the game given yeah. um what she was talking about in the book and all yeah. that but, I think that'll be connected yeah. to like yeah, yeah. Well, I don't want to give spoilers but yeah yeah I know it, it'll 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 be fun I'm yeah. still waiting for Cal to show up in live action but I feel like I feel, I feel like, like that can't time is him. passing I mean I, I want it so um, bad but I don't I I just don't have faith well, in that anymore <laughs> I don't I feel like I know they can't have him in this season of Mandalorian because then that would be a spoiler for if he survives this <laughs> game or not. And I don't know if they're planning another game after this one. I think they so, are. Like, if, I think I read the the so. one of the people in charge of it was like they had mentioned something about a trilogy. Oh, okay. Like they were viewing this as kind of like a trilogy of a story. So nice. yeah. I don't know. So I mean, maybe he could show up in Andor, I guess. Maybe. Yeah. I would have to double check my timelines on that. I would, I would love that. Yeah, I, I just know. always am like, when it comes to Tony Gilroy, like I don't ever believe that he'll put <laughs> any any Star Wars reference that someone doesn't force on him <laughs> into <Yeah>. his stuff. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, I'm like, please can we have Cal in live action? <laughs> I mean, even if it's like a flashback or something, I don't even know. But um, yeah, there's there's a lot of good Star Wars coming out this year, apart from. You know, we, we got Bad Batch. We've got uh, Mandalorian going right now. I cannot wait to see what that mm-hmm. what that turns into. Because we're are, are we like halfway through Mandalorian? Yeah. Or are we so we have um, just about three episodes left. Yeah. No, four. Four episodes. Four. All right. Yeah. So yeah. we are halfway. <laughs> yeah. It's it's been a it's also been kind of a season kind of like you were saying bad batch the season of bad batch was where it's kind of all over the place but it'll of course you know because they're really smart and good writers that will come together at the end it'll be interesting to see really hoping for sabine to show up soon because din needs a lick of paint on that armor of his like he looks he looks very cool but i'm like you need a little (laughs) bit of color buddy i'm hoping for um bryce's episode the next one yeah if we get i would love to see bryce dallas howard direct sabine i think Yes. That, that would just be perfect because yeah. I just love Bryce Dallas Howard. But yeah. yeah, her episodes have been great. So yeah, I'm very excited to see, you know, we got all sorts of Star Wars stuff coming up. Um, I think the we, there's another from a certain point of view coming out this year yeah. too. Um, in for 
September, I think. Okay. Sometime between yeah. September and November, I think, is when it comes out. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully, I will probably be grabbing a copy at New York Comic Con then. So that'll be exciting. <laughs> but yeah, so I uh, guess we'll wrap this up now. So this will yeah. wrap up this episode of Temple Geek. We want to thank everybody who tuned in today, and especially our guests, Danielle and Kari, though Kari couldn't be here for this part of the podcast. Thank you for being with us here today. Um, can you Do you want to tell everybody where you, you can find you online? Yeah, uh, I'm on TikTok at Written in the Star Wars. I'm on Twitter at DannyS394 and Instagram at Written in the SW because I can't ever keep anything straight. <laughs> <laughs> well, that'll be fun. I can't wait to see all your posts from uh, Star Wars Celebration. I'm very, yeah. very jealous. I can't wait to see everybody's yeah. I'll everything this year. The Bad good. Batch yes. panel. Yeah, for sure. Even though that'll be me like in the morning, like on my phone. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I work Saturdays. So Fridays and Saturdays are like big days because I work at a liquor store. <laughs> yeah, that'll do it. Um, so if you guys have any questions or comments, feel free to hit us up on Twitter, Instagram or TikTok by using the handle Temple of Geek. If you want to check out some of our other episodes or shows, then why don't you head over to TempleofGeek.com and there you will find all sorts of content that pertains to the world of geek. Thanks again so much for listening, everybody. Bye. Bye. Please follow us on Twitter at Temple of Geek. Follow us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Temple of Geek. And remember to visit TempleofGeek.com. Your one stop for all things geek. Goodbye. This will conclude our transmission.